Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie, and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Welcome, everybody, to the My Adventures in ESL podcast. I'm your host, Millie, and I am so excited to be here with you. In today's podcast, we are going to learn how you, an ESL teacher, can track your English language learner's date. I have personally never been a big fan of data walls. I have been a fanatic of tracking my own personal growth. I noticed how beneficial this was for my students to track their growth and their data about three years ago. This school year, I went full force and I'm having my students track their data. They are logging their goals daily, they're reflecting on their assignments, and at the beginning of the school year, we sat down and reviewed their language assessment data. I'm going to share with you some quick tips and some strategies on how you can have your English language learners track their data in your classroom. Now, the first tip that I'm going to share with you is a language assessment review. At the beginning of the school year, or whenever you feel it's appropriate, plan out a lesson where your students review previous data for their language assessment. During this time, you can have conferences with the students to set goals. Also, you can have students reflect on their areas of strength and their areas of growth. I would also encourage you to have the students set SMART goals. SMART goals are centered around their language goals. So you can set these SMART goals based on their language data from the previous year. To help students, I will provide for them some goals based on their previous scores. This also allows the students to decide if they want to exceed that goal or keep it. I personally love these lessons. The students take the time during this language assessment review to graph their scores, discuss with each other, share their own personal growth, and it really is amazing to see. Also, there are tons of free resources on Teachers Pay Teachers and on the internet for SMART goals. So go there and download you a template. The next strategy that I'm going to share with you is summative assessments. Summative assessments evaluate the student's learning on a topic. Some examples of summative assessments are in a chapter test, projects, and portfolios. When your English language learner take one of these assessments, it is important for them to review their grades and reflect. That's the key word here, reflect. Having a data binder lets them do just that. I would suggest having the students graph and write their scores. Afterwards, have them do a quick reflection exercise. In some cases, students may have a retake on this summative assessment. It is also powerful in those instances for students to see their before and their after scores. So make sure that when you're doing summative assessments, you are grading them in a timely manner and you're providing very specific feedback for the students. Also give them time to reflect on how well they did and what they want to improve for the upcoming assessment. The next one that I'm going to share with you is speaking and writing assessments. Now, after reviewing my students' data, I noticed that I needed to provide more concrete speaking and writing assessments for them. This is to allow the students to see what areas they need to improve upon. 
Now, when I do this, I provide the students with a kid-friendly rubric and score them as if they're completing the state language assessment. This provides me as the teacher with immediate feedback on some areas that I need my students to work on to strengthen their scores. I'm going to provide you with an example. In a recent assignment, I noticed that my students were not making connections in their speaking. What I did for them is provide them with immediate feedback on how they can make connections in their speaking. Students then put their scores in a data binder, which allows them to see their growth over time. I want to recommend for you my ESL speaking and writing rubric that I created for my students. It is my best-selling resource in my Teacher Pay Teacher store. So go to My Adventures in ESL on my Teacher Pay Teacher store, which I will link in this podcast, and check out this best-selling resource. Now, also having your ELLs track their data can be a simple and an effective process. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. If you want a system that is already organized for you, I would suggest my ESL data binder for students, which is completely edible. This binder that I created for my class made implementing data binders so much easier this school year. I want you to go to my TPT store and take a moment and preview the preview. Once again, thank you for joining me and I want to thank you all for everything and all of your support. I want you to know that you're an amazing teacher. Keep doing your best. Keep giving 100%. And I want you all to have a fantastic school year. Until next time, you have a great great day. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.